0: Welcome to Broke to Rich with KB, where we believe wealth is a mindset. B2R is a community space that promotes physical, financial, and mental wellness by highlighting personal experiences and offering educational tips to break cycles and habits that prevent you from being free to think, feel, and move as you want, being your authentic self. I'm KB, and let's get into it. All right, beautiful people, today we have Key in the building with us, and we are here to talk about speaking up for yourself. If y'all don't know, now you know, that is step five to a broke to rich mindset. And of course, the whole point of broke to rich is to grow. It's to elevate, manifest, break those cycles, just kind of what we're used to and what's generational habits. So today, let's get into speaking up for yourself. In all that that entails. So, Key, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, no, I'm all right. It's evening, my time. And I got my workout in at the sleeping all morning. And guess, we're waking up with Oreos, but I'm here. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about those Oreos. I know.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a good day. So, your day is winding down, and mine is starting. It's like 10 something here. And it's really bright outside. So I'm excited to get my day started. I'm not working out. I'm not eating Oreos either, though, but I'm not working out. So I'm going outside to get some sun.
0: That's the win. Anytime the weather is nice, I definitely take advantage of it. And I just kind of soak in it, sit in the sun and be like, Ooh, thank you. It just be a a moment of appreciation for me to try to find good or great, like good in whatever, some joy or whatever kind of in the day because I woke up. So, you know, trying to find more appreciation moments. I agree. In it all. So girl. Yes. So why do you think we, and I say we, because y'all, I am definitely guilty of sometimes not speaking up or being hesitant to speak up. So why do you think that we get in that state?
1: (laughs) That's a loaded question, but I'll say I do this. So I'm sure other people do this. I'll own it. Sometimes I don't really know how I feel enough to really verbalize it. And so I'll be feeling like I don't want to waste my time until my presentation is ready. And since I'm confused, it's going to be confusing to tell the person. And ain't nothing worse because then you get riled up more in your feelings. And then it's just, it's just chaotic. And I don't really like chaos, So which sometimes goes too long. And then I say nothing. But like, I know that is one of the reasons I
0: don't. Yeah. Say how I feel all the time. And I know for sure. Now I didn't recognize this until, you know, an adult. (laughs) And not even like and I won't even say adult. Probably I'll say within the past year, because I've been intentional about it. I'm with you. It's that for me as well. Like I don't know how to put in words what it is that I feel. A and B, or I guess I probably said these backwards, but then B, I don't know how I really feel about it right? And like in anything with like a design or with content or even with purchases, y'all, this this go outside of everything. I've just been trying to like slow down and sit with it and not be impulsive to really be like, hmm, I know I feel some type of way, but I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how I feel. So I've been working to even communicate that, say, hey, I feel some type of way, but I don't know how to verbalize it. So You know, I I plan to circle back with you on this later. Or I just kind of bring it back up later and be like, hey, I didn't know how to talk about it in the moment, but blah, 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 blah. I felt this type of way and, you know, I had to sit with that and, you know, then communicate it. So definitely, I know that's a part of it. And then I'll be fully transparent. Fear. Fear for sure is one of the reasons for me why... I am hesitant or I don't speak up at all because having to, once you say it out there, you got to sit with whatever the results of that are, whatever, whether it's good or bad. And I, listen, y'all, I got humbly checked when I was in the U.S., me and my dad had a little tiff about something. Listen, he definitely kind of didn't say what I expected. And I checked myself and I was like, sis, you can't even really be mad at it because... You asked, you put it out there, you made yourself vulnerable to it. So you got to sit in that and accept it. But fear for sure is one another. No, I think a lot of people, fear has got to be top three, right? Mm -hmm. For most people. So
1: I agree with you. Sometimes it's a fear. And then the last one, sometimes I don't, (laughs) I'm not going to say I don't care. That wasn't what I meant to say. I was going to say sometimes I don't feel like dealing with the other person, (laughs) especially if you're kind of familiar. And I'm not saying, I know you shouldn't guess what people are going to do, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm just not in the space to deal with that particular person in that conversation. And so I just don't, you know, like you have those people who sometimes just don't listen, not intentional, but they're just not like they're listening to respond. So you kind of feel like, what is the point of me saying anything? Because you're not listening. And sometimes I don't want to feel I don't want to be in that space. And mm-hmm. so since I don't want to deal with you, I just have to deal with the fact that I chose not to say something.
0: Honestly, I'm glad you said that because something that I'll say probably for the past year to date kind of being here, I've been pretty quiet, like in our group settings. And some of that is just because like some people, if you say anything or just trying to have a casual conversation, they make it all about them and they're not actively listening. So then why why even speak up? Right. So like there's outside chatter that's going on and we just had a conversation and it was like, well, why won't you say something to that person? Why? like similar to what you said I don't want to deal with whatever kind of comes with that all the extra conversation and honestly I don't feel like it'll be productive and I want to protect my peace so like I just choose to shut up like I get quiet mm-hmm. and
1: <laughs> and then that's just how you dealt with it right <laughs> but I mean I can admit that none of this is healthy <laughs> I'm like, no. the first one to say like, not. sometimes it's like a, a catch 22 healthy, okay. like, yes, protect my peace. But sometimes I'm also like, I have to rem- check myself and say, if protecting my peace also then means I don't get to be bothered by this because I didn't vocalize it. Right. And it's still causing something. So either way, I'm having to deal with something I don't want. So I might as well deal with the one and get it out the way yeah. and let the cards fall versus Resenting, being quiet, not talking to these people. Yeah. I mean, like, so, but I know it's not healthy, but I'm guilty of all of those things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And see, I agree, it's a catch 22, but I also think it depends on your mindset in that situation. Because, similar to what I said about like with my dad, right? Like, in certain situations, I just don't care. And so, because I don't care, and I don't know if I'm talking in a circle or like I sound like a hypocrite, but because I don't care, I already deal with the other side of just letting it go. Right. So, like, instead of allowing it to still bother and fester in me, or at least I'm, maybe I'm lying to myself, y'all. I don't know. Maybe I'm lying to myself, but I've been working to just be quiet and not say anything and just accept kind of people or this situation for whatever it is. To put that energy elsewhere, especially right now, y'all work is crazy, like I have you got a
1: stuff to do <laughs> yeah,
0: I have an unhealthy habit of if work is stressful and life is stressful, life I will put on pause, not necessarily pause, but like I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna block everything kind of out that's not super important and I don't have to address with and work a be where i'm gonna let work be my aggravation it ain't gonna be both that's for me. <laughs> For damn sure, it will not be both. So the work will be the place for like, I am choosing my battle to like speak up instead of both. So I don't know.
1: Because I think that because work is easier. Work is easier. Work is, at the end of the day, it's work. So (laughs) even when people get in their feelings, it's still more business-like. But when you're dealing with your life, it's a lot of moving pieces and you tend to care about your moving pieces a little bit more. We all do, I think we all have our distractions of when we don't want to deal with stuff. So I, one way I always test myself to see (laughs) if I really care about something is Mm -hmm. I ask myself, if you didn't care, why have we just spent five extra minutes thinking about it? If you didn't care, why did you play it over your head 50 (sighs) times and want to go tell somebody else? Like, let me, like in your mind, like if you did not care, because think about the things you really don't care about. Yes. I don't think twice about them. So I'm like, I care a little bit. Yeah. So I at least can like be honest with myself that I care. And then go from there. But that's only because I'm just trying to get better at it because I am normally a person that shares nothing about how they feel. So as I have tried to go into being healthier with it, it just takes some baby steps. But I have learned that speaking of for yourself, it is your responsibility. It's not something that you really can get rid of. No. And it's foolish to when you realize how many feelings moment situations you have carried with you and how heavy they are when you never said anything. And so part of that weight is your fault because it didn't have to be that
0: heavy. Yes. And that's where I feel like you said it in kind of being honest with ourselves. And I feel like that's holding ourselves accountable. Step seven, beautiful people broke to rich (laughs) mindset in acknowledging that, right? Like, okay, like I just told y'all, maybe I'm fronting, right? (laughs) And I'm lying to myself about not truly caring about it. But it's something that I have, similar to you, it is a journey that I've been working on for the past probably year and a half, two years of just being more honest with myself and in part speaking up when I feel it's necessary, for sure. And definitely I'll say for me, it's more so in intimate relationships and relationships with my family. Like when it comes to work, bruh, <laughs> I hold no bars when it comes to work. Like here, I definitely can't be as forward just because there's a culture difference between America and here. So I can't be as forward. So I've been intentional about choosing my battles. So with this one well that we just had, when I tell you it was stressful, like, I literally told them, I'm not about to argue with y'all. I will give y'all whatever y'all want. But then when it came to a certain kind of point about like how many Packers we were in the well, oh no, no. I shut it down every single time. And at one point, I don't know if this was professional or not. And this was just a one-on-one. So I don't do stuff in group settings. I literally told this man, hey, you worried about the wrong thing. I <laughs> flat out told him that is none of your business. Our customer wants this. You are worried about the wrong thing. You need to mind your business. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, me sometimes up. it happens. No. So, like, work setting, I'm comfortable speaking up. There's no hesitation. But with family, it is. And similar to what you said, it's me not so much fear, but just like having to deal with their emotions and how they feel about it. Which saying it out loud now, that shouldn't be my worry. My concern should be getting across how I feel, how what they did had an impact on me and not necessarily how they take that. But that's super huge for me. And you know me, like the biggest kind of piece that I have with my family, it's around money and trying to work through that process. And then on the intimate side of things, that's a double-edged sword, to be honest. Be super vulnerable with y'all real quick. Like for me, they always say that Black women were always nagging. So that's always in my mind. I don't want to feel like I'm nagging. Then the other part of it, I don't like to repeat myself, (laughs) but, and maybe that's childish or ego in me, like kind of soaking into that and not wanting to repeat myself. But black women being kind of known or called as being nagging, I don't like to repeat myself being a big part of it. And then that fear of like, maybe this ain't my person or maybe just, no, I think it's ultimately that maybe like you aren't my purpose and I ain't ready to hear that or accept it <laughs> to keep it. You like you just be like, let me read this out real quick, Yep,
1: which is fair. Cause sometimes it's, it's harder. It's harder, but you make valid points, especially when you were talking about <laughs> black women nagging or whatever, and then not wanting to repeat yourself, which I'm curious, like, do you just hate repeating yourself? Or is it the fact that Black women nagging makes you hate repeating yourself also?
0: Like, does it come from that too? I don't think so because even in the work setting, I don't like to repeat myself. And I like to say I'm not the most emotional person. And I say that because typically the way I move at work, I feel like even in my personal relationships, like, hey, you got to be accountable about something or you said that you were going to do something, so you need to do it. So that part of... Having to repeat myself or remind people annoys me a little bit. Man, I even have me thinking about it. Cause I don't think it is. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna not going do not think about it.
1: <laughs> I was just asking, no, but I get hating to repeat yourself because I don't really think anybody likes it. But I just think realistically it's unrealistic to think you no. wouldn't have to repeat yourself, right? Like no. I have to repeat myself to myself and I know you post it, ladies, so <laughs> Oh, I was just asking, like, why? Like, if you really just hate it all together, yeah. if it came from, but that's just a different topic. Yeah, um, oh, there it is. Yeah, that's a different
0: topic. But I, <laughs> I no, don't think that is so funny. It's not worth. No, I know it's not that because <laughs> I know it's not that, and the reason why I know it's not that is because I work with predominant. I'm trying to be PC here, y'all. I work with predominantly non-black people right so i don't know or believe them to have this perception about black women nagging
1: no but angry sometimes or wild or not loud you know like confrontational passionate we think
0: it's passionate but they call it confrontational when we display passion but yes and i feel like okay i'm about to derail this a little bit just a sidebar uh, real quick so in that i get that that is the whole time i actually want to talk about that too but kind of the aggressions or whatever we feel at work. But interestingly enough, I feel like the department that I work in, working and drilling in completion, because we are not the most polished people, that that's not a thing over in that world because we are vocal. It's, it's I don't want to be rough, but like I can be very blunt with people. Like there's literally the saying, hey, you need to leave them emotions at the guard shack. Don't come on location with whatever. You need to check that out. Leave it in your car. Go have a talk with yourself. And I feel like that still translates like in the field and in the office. So I feel like I have a unique perspective, especially as I hear stories from people who work in like marketing and HR and stuff. It's so different. It's crazy.
1: I bet it is. I can imagine it is. But I was going to say that sometimes that has happened to me and I'm sure other people. It's like because you don't say anything when you do, it is very aggressive. And that's why I also think it's important to speak up because then you don't always have to come from this build-up bar. Like, yeah. okay, so it's this cartoon. It's old, and I don't care if you never heard of it because it just means you're young. But <laughs> it was just a little cartoon to be on Nickelodeon. It's called The Off Beats, right? And so somebody sent me a clip to remind me that I like to watch it. So I watched it last night, which is what I'm getting to. And so they have this character, and he real chill. But if he asks you something, he might be like, hey, did you have you seen so-and-so's glasses? And they'd be like, no. And he'd be like, are you sure? And he just starts yelling at them, like, and he gets real big, and then he shrinks back down when he's done. And that's what it feels like sometimes when I let it build up. And it's like, you didn't have to do all that. So I've learned to try and speak up earlier to prevent that and to be more sensible when you talk to people, when you are coming for that. Because they're going to be defensive just because I'm screaming at them like that. So...
0: A thousand percent. I'm not
1: percent. a streamer, but you know, aggressive. Yeah, yeah.
0: A thousand percent. And that's been part of why I've been working on speaking up. And even as far as just communicating, hey, I feel some way about it, but I don't know. Because similar to that of keeping stuff balled in and then it's, I'm gonna go DMX like in a heartbeat and just go off. And listen, that was a trigger that you just said about that cartoon. Cause y'all, I do that. I have a little bit of road rage. So I definitely will be in the car. And like, I'm like that little cartoon, like I'll blow up real big and then I'm cool and chill. I'm back singing like ain't nothing, <laughs> like nothing happened. Cause for me, it's like, I feel better that it's out. I have that like random burst out, which happens more by myself. I don't do that around people. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I can do that. I have those outbursts and then I am like perfectly fine after I've got that outward kind of aggression or anger kind of out.
1: Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing wrong with that. It's when we do that on the people, right? Yeah. So it's different. It's like with Road Rage, they can't hear me. Nah. You know, and my, my window's tinted, so they can't even see me doing all my head movement. But when you in front of people, and you got to tell them how you feel. You'd be like, that's not appropriate. No. <laughs> They're not listening anymore. So, no. But I, that's why I think we have to do it more just to practice.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then I feel like it's hard for us as women of color because... Like you said earlier, similar to something as us speaking up as we have, like they say these Karens, right? <laughs> we don't have that luxury to do that. So I feel like we have to move a little bit on the eggshells or be prepared to deal with those consequences that come from it, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: You're right. So since you've been working on it, how do you feel about speaking? Like how you not necessarily just speaking up for yourself, but like, mm-hmm. you know, tell us about how you feel about something. How does it feel now? since you're practicing it, like when you do it?
0: So I'll be honest, part of that, it definitely, as I've mentioned, right, a lot of my hesitation comes in like intimate relationships and family relationships. That's me being vulnerable, right? And honestly, I've been okay with it. So something I wrote, as she mentioned, y'all, I have sticky notes all over my house. (laughs) And one of the sticky notes I wrote two years ago was I'm willing to see where it goes. And that isn't everything. Like when I wrote that, I meant that in as far as relationships, platonic, intimate, business, kind of projects, whatever. I wrote that. I've moved apartments and (laughs) I've wrote that. I'll put that sticky note right back up in my office space. And that has been kind of solace and peace on this journey. So like, because in order to speak up, I have to be vulnerable. So that's me accepting how I feel, communicating that outwardly to the other person and them taking that as they may, right? And I feel like taking that pressure and that weight off of me worrying about how they're gonna feel about it. I've been okay with it actually. Like I've been really proud of myself. Like there's still a conversation I need to have, but it ain't me, I don't think. Like I feel like it's the other person kind of ducking it, but I ain't letting that go. Like, cause I still like, want to get across what it is that I want to say. But yeah, I, that has helped me kind of be ready and accept the consequences of that. Now, with the family piece, y'all, I'm still way behind. <laughs> There's always room to grow. <laughs> listen, uh, listen grow its life. And we should be striving to grow every day, every week, every year. Just I can't see how Like, no one can grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always something that we could work on. There's always something that we don't know. If we want better, right, then, I mean, you got to put that work in and step into that fear and see where it goes and be willing to see where it goes.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. I don't think there's any way that you could live outside of that. I think that whatever you want in life, you have to display. So people always want honest partners, honest friends. But most people aren't honest and don't confuse not being honest with being a liar. It's not the same thing to me all the time. But I think so. It's like if I can't be honest with me, I can't be honest with you. And so I have learned what my biggest growing has been is I've learned that I am only responsible for my feelings. And so the only person's feelings I have to like process and know are mine so that I can tell somebody else and then they can tell me theirs. And we don't have this guessing because a lot of stress comes from me. Guessing how you feel, too. And I don't have to. So if you know how you feel and you can tell me, like, we can have a legit better conversation about Mm -hmm. it. And so I had to learn that. And so that has been great for me. Yeah. Because then when people want to talk, I'm all ears. I'm always ready. But that's your problem. That's just where I'm at with life. That's your problem. And I have my own. Yeah. And so I think that that feels good
0: to do. Yes. A thousand percent. I'm with you for sure. Whew. Girl. So, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully something we shared, like, inspired you to start speaking up for yourself. Again, if you don't know how you feel about it in that moment, take some time. Like, you can either verbally express that and say, hey, I feel some type of way about either what was said or what happened here, but I need some time to kind of process that. Or even come back later and say, hey, I I know it's been a a few days or whatever, but I needed some time to kind of process how I feel and get the right words to communicate, to let you know, you know, X, Y and Z. I've realized that I've definitely have been over communicating, but I'm okay with that because. I feel like it's all a part of the process of me being aware of how I feel similar to what you said. Let me get that outwardly and then you deal with that however you may and just accept that. So, yeah, I think that is what I would do. And I would say something new that I want to try, if you are open to it, is each episode I want to ask what is something that you would tell your younger self? It's definitely around speaking up. For yourself. As broke to rich, as you know, is kind of me talking to my younger self to have gone through what I've gone through and didn't kind of see and with curiosity, right, and determination, kind of open a whole new world for myself and kind of break cycles. So, something if you're open to it, no pressure. In this realm of this topic, what is something you would tell your younger self?
1: I would tell my younger self that your opinion and how you feel does matter. It matters. And then I would also tell her that. What you think of you is wrong in every aspect. Ooh. So why the latter? Because her, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we'll talk about her as another person, like I don't really think she saw worth in anything of her. That's fair. So you're not going to see the worth in speaking up if you don't. So I'm like everything you thought, you don't think anymore. Yeah. If you would have already not thought that, there's no telling. Things will be different. I never say they'd be better. I never said that to people, but they would be different.
0: That's true. And something too, in reflecting back into like our younger selves, I feel like it comes into that staying in a child's place part of it. Like that's a whole different kind of, I feel could be its own little nugget. But I do know there were things that I saw as a child and I definitely didn't speak up about it. And I still haven't spoken up about it to this day. But I will say when I do see, now that's one thing. When it comes to money, I have a problem speaking to my family. But when it comes to like just kind of seeing something foul or crazy, oh, I speak up. So it's so weird. This money trauma kind of thing that I have for sure is something I need to dig into and unpack a little bit more. But I'll speak up in regards to that. So I appreciate you sharing that, that you would tell the little key in that. So if you guys have any tips, uh, if you have any stories of kind of experiences that you went through in speaking up for yourself or trying to speak up for yourself definitely hey share that let us know and come join the community and be a part of the conversation thanks Key. thank you thanks for listening i hope you were able to take something away from this episode if so please share and let us know hell if you have a story or tips to share share that too It takes a village, and with each of us doing our part, we can grow and reach a level of freedom unimaginable. See you next week.